Hey listeners, welcome to the Intelligent Conversations, where we believe that everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. We invite guests from various backgrounds to share with you what makes them unique. Our hope is that you and I can learn and grow together. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have the honor to speak with Tommy Breedlove. Tommy is a best-selling author, featured keynote speaker, business and mindset coach, and he shares with people how they can live legendary lives. So Tommy, I'm glad we could get you on today. I've been looking forward to this. But uh, from what I do know about you, I know that you quit the corporate life and you kind of ventured out and started living a legendary life. So I kind of want to hear that story, man. What was the motivating factor of why you left that corporate job and started living your legendary life? Yeah, I I never actually wanted to leave that job. Um, It became demand and a calling, for lack of a better word. I had... um, I was 30, 39 years old when I decided to walk away. And at 36, I, um, I had a life transformational moment. Some call it rock bottom. Some call it a spiritual awakening. Call it whatever you want. It, was a, it, wasn't, it wasn't the prettiest of things. I came from very humble beginnings. And at, at 36, I had reached an incredible level of success, had the quarter office, all the shiny objects that I thought were going to fulfill me and make me happy and um, you know, I'd gotten out of the neighborhood and I've been more successful than anyone in my family. And I was wondered why am I so alone and afraid and insecure? And, um, you know, on the outside, I look like this arrogant guy who had it all going on. And by the way, arrogance is just insecurity on steroids, which is what it was. And on the inside, I felt alone. I felt worried. You know, this voice inside my head said, what if they figure out that you don't belong here? And so when the money, the corner office, the title, the status um, and the power didn't didn't fulfill me, I turned to all this darkness. And so I'm going to answer your question. And my darkness looked like the wolf, the movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. So um, oh, it, wow. almost cost, it almost cost me everything at 36 years old. And my, it almost cost me my marriage, almost cost me my career. And I was at the top of the game. I was the youngest, hottest thing out there. Um, and at that moment, that transformational moment, I said, you know what? I'm going to figure out who Tommy is and stand on humble power with confidence, courage, grace, integrity, and really be who I am and not let people who don't matter matter anymore. And so I literally made investing in myself my full-time job. I'm talking about my confidence, my courage, my self-esteem, my self-respect, my self-love. And the most amazing thing happened to me, and I'm going to tell you how I walked away. The most amazing things happened to me over the next three years, from 36 to 39, the tangible results of making me my full-time job, where I went from junior partner to senior partner to international practice leader to elected to the board of directors and an owner at 39. Most of the people in that firm were in their 60s. Uh, My income doubled. My network 10x. And I'm talking about in all the right ways. All those negative people that I had attracted into my life went away. And all of these positive, abundant-minded, really people doing great things and impactful things came in. My marriage went from life support to as strong as it ever was in three years. But here's the most important thing. I found peace of mind. I found fulfillment. I found happiness, joy. And I was just comfortable being present. I was comfortable being confident and courageous. And here's, here's the change. So here I am. I'm a board of director and owner of this big firm, top of the game, making more money than anyone in my family times 100x ever made. And um, all of these people in my network, 
uh, started reaching out to me. And I thought we were networking for business because these are these are bankers, mm-hmm. lawyers, corporate executives, entrepreneurs, uh, venture capitalists, private equity, you name it. They were that's what that was my network. And so they were all reaching out. And I thought we were going to do some business, you know, you know, do transactions together. And they're like, no, 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 no. What have you done and how did you do it? Because they saw 180 degree in how I carried myself, 180 degrees in my success and 180 degrees in my marriage and my friendships. And I just started mentoring and coaching these people. And they were from their 20s to their 70s. And I'm talking entrepreneurs and executives. And finally, these people are like, you got to write a book, brother. And I'm like, I don't know how to write a book, man. I, I'm a, I'm a financial consultant in public accounting, man. I, I what, write a book. So we wrote Legendary, and it became a USA Today and Wall Street bestseller. And with the support of my wife, with the support of my network, with the support of my family and friends, I literally sold my equity at the top of the game and chased this movement where we run experiences, retreats, masterminds, and we're, we're an ethos of people who want to be not only legendary in business success and with their money, but legendary in their relationships and their friendships and walk this journey together so that we can be more powerful together. So that's how Legendary came about. It literally fell in my lap by people asking me for help. Um, and mentorship mm-hmm. and holding space for them. And um, they knew I had all the creds on the uh, financial business and operational side. We had done that. But then they saw the credentials on the personal side. And there's so many of us that think when we get to there, when we have more of this or when I have this, I'll invest in myself and my family. And that's an illusion and a horizon we can't swim to. And so that that's how legendary came to, to life, brother. That's That's an amazing story, especially I... I have to comment the Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, uh, for those of you, I wouldn't recommend if <laughs> watching that movie. It's a bit, it's a bit much if you're uh, watching that sometimes. But if you do watch it's, it, it's, it's disgusting what it is. Yeah, it's, it's insecurity on steroids, and these these grown men who are acting like little boys. Um, because they're not worthy and insecure and they think money and power is going to make them happy and it all crashes down, doesn't it? And so that was me. The only thing I wasn't doing is all the illegal stuff. I was living the lifestyle. Everything okay. I was doing was on the on the up and up of, of legality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't doing any of that crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, man, that's that's one amazing... Still, that's amazing, like, 180 switch that you did. So... I mean, you kind of uh, been thrown insecure, like arrogance is just insecurity wrapped in just kind of a ball type of thing. Yeah. And, and it's loud. It's obnoxious. Yeah. So I want to ask you this. If someone comes to you, right, and they kind of have that desire to kind of want to change and they still right, because I think that's something we still want, right? We still want to achieve like financial success, something along those lines. What would be like your first step? What would be someone... Like, what would be your first step with this person that's kind of still like arrogant, but like has that desire to change? So let me let me start by saying who we're not. We are not for everyone. Um, We are for and let me go back real quick because I want to address your comment on money. I'm completely with you on money. Money success is super important. Mm especially if you're a good human being, because it will magnify your impact and make you experience life and to change people's lives and your own life so much better. So I am a money is important guy. If people say money is not important, run from them. They're broke. 
but it's also a magnifying glass. If you're a terrible human being, it's going to magnify that terribleness uh, from the rooftops as well. So I'll say that. So we're not for everybody. And I'm going to tell you what I would tell someone starting at ground zero. You know, we're not for everybody. We're for the ambitious and driven. You don't have to be successful. You just got to want to be successful, not just successful in business and not just successful in your career and money, but successful in life, successful in your relationships, successful with your relationship with yourself and also successful in your friendships. And so that's the first question I ask. Do you want to take that journey? Are you willing to put yourself first? which is the most selfless thing we can do. And I'm talking about building strength mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Being the best version of you, leading yourself first, knowing thyself first, and leaning in and doing the hard work to be proactive in your life and not reactive, to be in charge of your emotions and mindset, and to walk this journey with courageous humility. And if they're a yes, and they want to look at, like I have so many people because of my background come to me and say, hey, I just want to be, I want this promotion or make partner mm-hmm. here or start this business and make a billion dollars. I'm like, good for you. There's a whole higher price waterhouse. Uh, that's the world I came from. I won't say actually hire Deloitte. That's the world I really came from. Hire Deloitte. They'll, they'll get you rich. Um, but the <laughs> key is I want them to be, and I can do it, but we can do it. We're a movement. We're a community. We're an organization. It's not the Tommy Breedlove show. It's the legendary lifestyle. It's the legendary movement and community. But if they say yes, then we're going to lean in. And where are they not taking 100% responsibility? Where are they not as successful or happy as they need to be? Is it a relationship or lack of relationship? Is it their sex life? Is it their life with their significant other? Is it their money? Is it So we take a holistic approach. We want people who are ready to lead themselves, respect themselves, and love themselves. And we stand for three things. So I, so I get real intense real quick with these people because I don't have time for – BS artists. I don't have time who just want to make money for money's sake. I, I want to make people impactful who want to make an impact, who want to be better men, men and women who want to be better in all phases of their life. And I tell them this, and I'm very upfront. We're not for everybody. We're not for the apathetic. We're allergic to laziness and we hate entitlement and victimhood. So if you're any of those, get out. Um, but the, also, we also say we stand for four things. Number one is you can't build a legendary life, business, career, in relationships alone. You got to have a tribe, you got to have a community and we're a community. Number two, you got to want to be a pro in business, life, money, success, relationships, friendships, and your family. You got to want to be a pro in all phases. Number three, you have to prioritize yourself first, an hour a day, quality over quantity to be stronger mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And the last thing is we're going to rewire you for that voice inside your head that we all have, every one of us has it. We're gonna yes. we're gonna rewire that thing from an enemy to an ally. And if they're all in after that, then we're all in. So that's where I restart. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's great. I think that's a great start. And this is actually something I've been I've been sharing this quite often, actually. And I think regardless, right, if you want a relationship with anything, right, especially on the relationship end of things, right? Whether that's a relationship with you know, your significant other, but I, I kind of want to focus a relationship with yourself. You kind of mm. threw around two words that I actually think are important. And that is respect, right? You got to be able to respect yourself and then you also got to be accountable, right? And then the third thing I like to add is you got to be patient with yourself too, right? Like this is kind of something I see, especially with a lot of kids my age, right? They're 
oh, I want it all now. And I even fall into this trap too. It's like, man, I just, man, am I not doing enough? Like I need to, I want it now type of thing. Right. But just taking that like a step back and being patient and letting things develop. That's what I've found actually leads to more successful or like a more fulfilling life is, I, I don't know. Do you, would you say those three points? Josh, I think you're wise beyond your years, brother, because, um, I think we have to lead ourselves. I think it's knowing ourselves, becoming truly self-aware because we are in the business of going from ignorance to awareness, to transformation, to mastery. Um, so it's really knowing yourself, it's respecting yourself, it's loving yourself. And I love that being patient and kind with yourself. And by the way, your generation, and I don't know what generation you are, you seem like a young strapping man. The first thing I want to say is it's not y'all's fault, man. You have been inundated with Instagram, fabulous, LinkedIn, successful, Facebook, fear, um, everything's now, 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 now. And 95% of what you see is nonsense and BS. And people are, you know, people want to be famous until they become famous. It's ridiculous. Like fame sucks, man. I work with famous people and they would give it all back just to have some peace of mind. But you're inundated constantly with all of the envy, the jealousy, the speed of things. Everybody uses the word billionaire like it's some sort of like it's please, which is nonsense because they're like point zero 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 one percent of the population. Exactly. Um, they're not lucky. They work their asses. If they weren't born with it, they work their butts off for it. And it takes years and years and years of hard work, grit, self-investment, coaching, um, a little bit of luck, but you make your own luck. So. What I want to tell everybody is they're not alone. They're not alone in their, their impatience. They're not alone in their insecurities. They're not alone in looking in the mirror and comparing yourself to everyone around you because it's been all around you your whole lives. And then you add instant gratification TV, which is we have. And then you add the nonsense of the left and right wing news, which is crazy. And so now you got fear, division. Um, I can't like Bob anymore because Bob likes to do it. That's just nonsense. And so you're inundated with poison, poison, envy, jealousy, fear constantly. But then you're looking at all these other people's lives that aren't real on a platform that's not real. So why would you not want it instantly? Why would you not want? And what I want to tell people is they're not alone. It's okay. But anything that you want in life, whether it's success, happiness, love, you earn that. You don't deserve it. I want everybody in your generation to hear that because you've been told you deserve it. Um, Mm -hmm. Watch the news and watch Facebook. You deserve. No, you don't. You earn it. You deserve freedom. You deserve equality. You earn love, respect, success, achievement. You earn that. But the whole key, as you said at first, is you have to invest in yourself first. And it's baby steps that pay compounding interest. Getting proactive, not reactive. Becoming the master of your emotions. Becoming the master of your mindset. Not letting people who don't matter, matter. Um, and quit, mm-hmm. you know, turn off the noise and pollution that is all things social media and concentrate on building you, your empire, your fortress and protect and defend your fort and get the noise out of your eyes and ears and you'll be a OK. But I want people to hear they're not alone and you've been inundated with it your whole life. So why would you not feel that way? Why would you not want it instantly? Because that's what's on the news. That's what's on Instagram. And it's it's lies off my soapbox. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I think. No, that's that's great. I think. Right. There's a lot of right perfectionism out there. Right. So we always feel like we need to be right in the public eye. We need to look like we have it all together when in reality. Right. Half the time it's like everyone has flaws that they're working on and 
trying to improve everybody's a stew of chaos nonsense insecurity fears and life if we were perfect and immortal brother this life would be super boring um i mean super boring and so no one's perfect and we all got our own nonsense yeah so i this is something i kind of think as well it's kind of like enjoying the process right and you you mentioned something reactive and proactive i kind of want to get kind of the difference between that like What's what does a reactive person kind of look like and what does a proactive person look like? A proactive person is in charge of their time. A proactive in person is in charge as best they can of their emotions and mindset. They immediately know when they get in fear, worry, insecurity, um, jealousy, envy, anger, they switch it to more. That's all fear based. They switch it from more a love, abundance, um, strength and courage standpoint. They don't let people mm-hmm. who don't matter matter. Um, and they are in charge of their life. They're in charge of their time. They're in charge of their mindset. They're in charge of their relationships because they do the hard work to invest in themselves first. Um, so being proactive and not reactive is about being a pro versus amateur. A reaction is every time someone makes you mad is you go crazy in your car or you yell and scream or you get on a social media platform and emotionally vomit. Um, a, a reactive person believes they're entitled to something. A reactive person believes they're a victim to a circumstance or a situation. That, that's reaction. And that's being a sheep, not a lion. And that's being the puppet, not the puppeteer. So being proactive is about participating in your own rescue, knowing there's no magic pill, there's no quick fix, and there's nobody coming to rescue you, that you've got to participate in your own rescue. You are in charge of your destiny. They look in the mirror and they know that both that is the problem and the solution. I hope that answered your question. No, that's good. That I like that. That that was motivating, too. I think it kind of uh, inspires people to take charge, take ownership of their lives and say Hey, look, I mean, you can sit here, right, and complain. I, that, that's something I, I mean, <laughs> that I kind of uh, think about often. It's like we talk about a lot of things, right, and we try to, like, plan things, but actually implementing, like, things in our lives is the actual hard part, like taking that first step. So I kind of want to get, like, your thoughts on that. How do you take that first step? How do you implement some of these, like, strategies so then they actually become a part of your life? Yeah. The first thing I want to say is I love your comment on complaining. Complaining is not a conversation. It's just simply mm-hmm. not. Um, complaining is you're looking in the mirror and seeing something about someone else or a situation that you see in yourself. So complaining is not a conversation. It's up to, uh, the only power you have. And I want you to hear this because I'm going to answer your question. You have zero power in this life. And the older you get, you realize how preciously short this life is, because whether you're 18, 28, 38, what you're going to realize soon is how you're going to turn around and you're going to be 58 and feel like you're 18. You're like, oh, shit, where where do I go now? Forgive my French (laughs) there. So you, you really don't take life for granted. And the only power that you actually have is your choices. That's the only mm-hmm. power you have. You don't control, influence anything else, but your choices, your mindset, and your attitude. So where do you stop first? I'm going to give you two easy things. Stop 
doing something negative or get a negative person or a negative habit out of your life. Sounds simple, but hard. If you're watching mm -hmm. Netflix for six hours a day, you will never be successful nor happy. You're living a fantasy. If you're playing video games six hours a day, chances are you're addicted to it and you become the sheep again and not the lion. If you're spending six hour days at the bar, well, I, there's no reason for me to even comment there. That is not the formula for success. <laughs> So what person, circumstance, or situation do you need to remove from your life? Sometimes that looks like a family member because you can't choose the family you're in. Sometimes they're poisonous. Sometimes they're toxic. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're emotional drains. So what do you need to take away? Do you need to stop doing, you know, Amazon Prime for five hours a day and maybe listening to a great book like Legendary? And by the way, if you're not a reader, I will read it to you via Audible. And then so you take some negative habit, situation, opportunity or human out of your life. It's the easiest and quick fix. And remember, you've heard it a million times. You are the five people that you surround yourself with. If you hang out with five overweight people, mm -hmm. you're going to be overweight. You hang out with five angry people, you're going to be angry. And so for me, it's about surrounding myself with people who want to be successful, who want to take who are accountable and who want to make impact. So get rid of a negative. That's the easiest way, but it's the hardest thing to do. Uh, if you're not healthy, maybe stop eating 16 pieces of pizza a day and go for a walk. <laughs> and so, I mean, it sounds simple, but people won't do it because mm -hmm. everybody says who wants the world to change and they raise their hands. Who wants to change themselves? And like 1% will raise their hand. That's why they're the exception. It's not because they're lucky. It's because they're out there creating their own luck. And they don't let like for circumstances or politicians get in their way of their success. That's number one is get rid of the negative. You know what it is. What's mm -hmm. the one thing in your life that you've got to get rid of right now? Person, situation, or habit. You knew immediately what it was. Number two, add something positive. And I'm going to give you a bunch of tactics here. So where is it that you want to be happier or more successful? Is it in your career? Is it business? Is it a money mindset? Is it understanding money? Is it in a relationship with a significant other? Is it in your friendships? Is it in your self-confidence, self-courage, self-respect, self-esteem? Where is it in your life that you feel lacking the most? You have to prioritize. And you cannot be financially successful if you do not know yourself really well. You cannot respect, gain respect if you don't respect yourself. You cannot love others fully until you love yourself. And so chances are 99% of you listening to this need to work on yourself, your emotional muscles, your mental muscles, your physical muscles, your rest muscles, and your spiritual muscles. For 30 minutes to an hour a day, prioritize you so that you can go out, become self-aware, self-confident, self-courageous, peace of mind, and go out there and be world-class and kick ass. Well, so that number one thing, so you're taking a negative way, now you got to add a positive in. Mm -hmm. So is it listening to a podcast about intelligent conversations like this? Is it listening to or reading to Legendary? Is it um, hiring a coach? Is it calling a friend? Is it asking for help? Is it going to a therapist? Is it starting a workout routine? Is it having an honest conversation with someone? Is it setting a boundary? It's small tactical steps that pay compounding interest over time. And it's doing the work every day. You're not going to get physically fit by never working out. Same thing goes with your mental emotional and spiritual muscles. You've got to work them out every day so that you are strong and standing in your own power so that you can go influence, lead and respect others. Cause you're, so what is it you need to add to your life? And here's the thing, 
On the positive side, that's the building the muscles. That's where the patience comes in. That's where the time comes in. That's where mm-hmm. we got. I mean, it's just you've got to work out in order to be physically fit. Same thing goes for business. Same thing goes for money. Same thing goes for your emotional and mental state. You've got to work those muscles out. If you don't think we're spiritually, mentally, and emotionally weak, go to your closest social media or 24-hour news network and watch for one minute. You will know we're weak. That they want you to be weak. The they, they want you to be weak. They want you to be the puppet, not the puppeteer, because it sells advertising. Hello, if you're the user, you know, if you're not paying for it, you are the user. You are the product. So what thing do you need to add in your life and work on that every single day? And I want everyone to hear is you're not alone. There's no magic pill. I come from nothing. I come from mm-hmm. nothing. I committed a violent crime at 18 and was sentenced to two years in jail. Thought my whole life was over. Within three years, I went from a jail cell to Deloitte. From 16 years later, I hit rock bottom again and started all over again and just started working on me to be as loving and kind, respectful and courageous to myself so that I could be that to others. So I want to tell people, no matter what your story you're telling yourself, what life circumstances have thrown you, where you were born, what color your skin is, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever your circumstance is, look in the mirror. You are the problem and the solution. And anything that you're telling yourself that has been taught to you that you believe can be untaught, unlearned, rewired, and you can go from a victim or entitled to a powerful, courageous, humble human being. So I'll get off my soapbox. Thank you. No, that's I love that. And I think this is kind of a thought I've I was having as you were speaking there. And that is when you're younger, right? When you're born into circumstances, right? You don't you don't really have control over that, right? But as time goes on, the responsibility shifts and now you need like maybe when you're like two, yes, most responsibilities on your parents, they should have made good decisions to put you in right better positions to be successful. And and most parents are not equipped to do that, by the way. Most are not equipped to do that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, I that's what I think my parents all the time. I'm like, look, you guys put me in a position to do some fantastic thing. even my grandparents I'm like you guys made very very good decisions and I'm going to try and honor that and continue to make very very good decisions so then you know it's kind of like a family thing right like you kind of progress and put yourself in a better position I hope when I have a family and kids and things like that that I put my kids in a better position and they continue to make good decisions and you know take that responsibility and that's kind of what I think is, and remember, uh, decisions are choices. It's the only power you have. Exactly. That is the only power that we have. And, and that's the thing. I've made bad choices. I know you've probably made bad choices. Thousands. And that's okay. And continue right? to make bad it, choices. <laughs> I know, They're just right? a whole it's, lot less bad than they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to ask this. How, how do you kind of like, I think especially right on the self-confidence side, some people just get down after making those. They're like, oh, man, like, yeah, I, I just can't do this, man. How, how do you kind of overcome that? I guess you could say. And yeah, how, how do you overcome that? So then you can continue to learn from those bad decisions. Yeah, it's a really great question. And it's a tough one. So we're, first of all, the first thing I want to hear that is this is a they're not alone. If they've made a bad decision, said something they regret or breached some sort of integrity with themselves or with someone else is that if they've done it, so have millions of others. 
And there's nothing that can't be undone and nothing that can't be coming back through. I mean, you, you've seen the great heroes journeys where people, unfortunately, at a young age committed murder and they turned their, you know, their whole life around to some of the most impactful people in the world. I mean, look at uh, Nelson Mandela. I mean, as mm-hmm. he what he went through in his life, what he experienced and what he thought it probably was doing as a young man and then what he turned to be. So there's nothing that can't be overcome. I mean, he's got to be the pinnacle of just inspiration of goodness and of light. And so the first thing I want them to hear is they're not alone um, because we think we're alone. The second thing is, is F cancellation culture. I'm just going to leave it at that because people do stupid things. People say dumb things and our ignorance doesn't mean we're bad people. It just means we're not aware We are the combination of who we hang around, what we were taught, where we were born, what we read. And we just we are a sponge of that. And so I want them to hear that they're not alone. There's a difference between shame and guilt. Guilt is I've Mm -hmm. done something bad. What I would tell them is own it, honor it. What will you do to learn from it? And do you need to make an apology for it? What are you going to learn from it? Are you going to use it as an anchor to hold you down? Or are you going to use it as a platform to learn from to get better? That's what I had to do. Um, and so to know they're not alone. B, know that people who cancel you, they're just insecure and fear and they got their own nonsense. So don't let people who don't matter matter. Three, own it. Take accountability for it. Apologize for it. But learn from it and don't do it again. The next thing I would say is lighten up on yourself. You are human. You are not perfect and you are not immortal. You will die. So start living life now in a place of gratitude and regrets. Look at for what you do with gratitude. Yeah, you made a mistake. Hey, I'm going to learn from it and make it an opportunity. Um, And what action are you going to take today to be a little bit better than you were yesterday? And shame is I am bad. Guilt is I've done something bad. Guilt is okay. But guilt needs to be short term. If you keep pounding on yourself over time, it turns to shame. It turns to I am bad. And by the way, that's what our 24 hour news networks. That's what our TV. That's what our social media. They want you to think I am bad. I am not good enough. They want to sell advertising to you. So get the poison out of your ears. But the key is intentional action. What action are you going to take with intention to hopefully not make that mistake again? Or if you make it again, lighten up, start all over, ask for and then take action to be better than you were yesterday. You cannot think, will, pray, meditate your way into success or don't let people who don't matter, but take intentional action and participate in your own rescue. But most importantly, know you're not alone. That's especially I mean, you've been saying that throughout this episode is you're never alone, right? It's there's other people that are going through the same stuff as you, right? Yeah. Or similar circumstances as you. And hurt people, hurt people, man. Exactly, right? That's that's all it is, right? It, that, that's actually something I've noticed. Bullying never really stops, right? It just matures, I guess you could say. And people are still hurt, right? But they just maybe do it in a more uh, way that can do more damage and stuff. And that's, you know, and that's unfortunate. But, uh, you know the best we can do is to try and live our best life, take ownership of our own lives and things like that. But I, cause no one else is going to take ownership of your life. If you're not going to exactly. do it, who is? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Your buddy, that is your buddy can't save you and you can't save your buddy. Right. Exactly. Right. You can definitely be on a journey together. Right. But at the end of the day, when it really comes down to it, 
Yeah. You have to do it yourself. Participate in your own recipe. But, exactly. And you've kind of been throwing around the like media like that they just propagate fear and just they really put keep you in that shame and oh I need to do this better. I need right all that stuff. Why do you think that is? Is it just solely advertising? They just want to make money. Oh, and it's they money. Just- it's a for-profit. Uh, yeah, it's got to be an us first them. They're uh, they're geniuses. They're using the forty-eight laws of power. I mean, it's been this is ancient stuff, man. This is not modern media. This has been going on since the Romans, since the ancient Chinese, the Egyptians. It's propaganda, brother. It's us versus them. Um, and way back in the day, the tribal mentality kept us alive because if you weren't in the tribe, you were dead. And so um, it is brilliant strategy. But 100 percent in the United States of America and around the world, um, it is 100 percent to a scare you. B, divide you, create an us versus them attitude, create that tribal mob groupthink mentality. Right and left are guilty. I'm not, they're both guilty. Yeah. I don't want you, wherever you vote, that's okay. You were probably told to vote that way because they're trying to take something from you, <laughs> victim and entitled. And they want you to have that so they can sell you advertising. And Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, they know more about you than you know about yourself. They want to sell you product. They want to sell your data. They want to know your fears, insecurities, your idiosyncrasies, your habits. They want to know what porn you like so that they can sell you whatever they want to sell you. So remember, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. And so the, the big media, it's to sell advertising and, of course, to create a tribal mentality. It's kind of nuts. And the fact that we're buying into it, see COVID, see all the stuff that's happened in the past few years, it is crazy. But do you want to be the puppeteer or do you want to be the puppet? Do you want to be the lion or do you want to be the sheep? Do you want to think like a group and a mob or do you want to think for yourself? That's what you got to ask yourself. But it is all about money and power. Look at all these great social movements that started correctly and for the right reasons over the last three years. Mm -hmm. Look at how much trouble they're in now. Power, money grabbing and fear mongering. They became the bullies they hated. If you can't see that for yourself, you're the puppet, not the puppeteer. So just turn it off. Lead, love, respect yourself so that you can lead, love, and respect others. Look at things from a micro lens because you can't solve hunger. You can't solve social justice. You're not going to fix the environment or what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. But what you can do is lead, love, respect, and gain self-confidence so you can lead, love others around you, your communities, your organizations, your business, your tribe, and your life. That's what I would tell you. I'm passionate about this. These are the people I'm fighting against, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I love that. We're good. We're good. In our hearts, we're good. Look at children. Watch them play. Now, they do funny things like take balls from each other. That's just who we are. Mm-hmm. But watch <laughs> children and their optimism and their gust for life. And they love, they lead. And, and we as humans, we're taught to divide and to, and to hate and to envy and to be jealousy and be angry and us versus them. So... I want us to take our power back and us to think for ourselves. I, I actually, this is kind of something that comes up. Would you, so I, it's kind of like a two part question I want to ask here. And that's, would you advocate for a social media detox? And then two would, uh, what's the right age? Would you say for people to actually get on social media? Cause I think maybe that might play a role as a lot of these kids have grown up with social media and we don't really understand what it's done yet. 
Yeah. So I kind of want to get your thoughts on that. Social media is a tool. Um, it can be used for goodness or darkness. And the fact that most people right now, pain likes pain and they're being told mm -hmm. they're victims, they're being told or they're entitled to something that they're not, or they deserve something they don't. Um, but just know it's a tool. Know it's extremely addictive. It has the same addictive qualities as heroin. It, is, it has a dopamine effect. I mean, they are geniuses when you're looking for, does someone yeah. like me, like me, like me, like me, like me? I mean, that is genius. That is looking for affirmation in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. So understanding it's a tool, understanding it's addictive, um, understanding you can take your feed from darkness to light. Like, I don't see politics I don't see, um, I'm as a sinner as I get, man. I, I mean, I'm all about fiscal responsibility, but I'm all about, you can love and you need the same rights that I do, man. So I don't prescribe to either side. Um, so but yeah. when I look at my feeds, it's all about travel, experience in life, food, or inspiration and leadership. So you can also tailor your feeds to the way you want. I'm not telling you to get off social media. I'm telling you to minimize it. Think, think of it as this solution. If you drink poison for five hours a day, you are going to die a slow death. Most of what's in our media, on, especially on Twitter, especially on <laughs> Facebook, and somewhat yes. on Instagram and TikTok, it's promoting envy. It's promoting jealousy. It's promoting I'm not good enough. It's promoting my opinion is, is better than your opinion. There's no wisdom. There's very little wisdom out there. So think about if you're putting poison into your eyes and ears, which goes into your heart and mind, five, six, seven, eight hours a day. And then you add the phone on top of it, which is also designed to be addictive. So you've got addictive social media, you've got addictive video games, and you've got addictive. Do you want to be a user? Do you want to be a heroin addict? Because that's what you are. That's okay. Most people are. They want you to be that way. But what if you stepped away from it? What if you monitored your time? What if you made your feed a little bit better and more inspirational? What if you picked up the phone and called a friend or went for a walk in nature or sat around a fire or listened to a great book or listened to a great podcast? What if you went swimming or exercised or went for a great meal? What if you actually looked at another human being and said hello to them? Or what if you looked at this world with your own eyes and not the eyes of a freaking camera? You tell me which one's going to be better. But if you inundate your mind heart, ears, and eyes with poison. Most of Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, all that, that's mostly poison. And if you're constantly inundating yourself, you're going to be scared. You're going to be worried. You're going to be insecure. You're going to be entitled. You're going to be a victim. And most importantly, you're going to be divided. Take charge of your life. Are you using your technology or is your technology using you? That's what I would ask yourself. That's amazing. That, thank you for sharing that. I think a lot of people can benefit that from that. I think a lot of people can it's hard. Uh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. I, mean, I bet it's hard. Right. It's to, a choice because it's that dopamine, exactly. right? Like take someone's phone away from them for two hours and watch them shake like a heroin addict. It's nuts. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. But uh, I'm looking at time. I'm looking to wrap it up a little bit. And I guess I'm going to use this as the uh, intelligent question of the day. And I, I think, uh, right, a lot of people, right, they're going to be listening to this, right? They're going to feel motivated, right? You're a very like engaging guy. And I think a lot of people are going to feel <laughs> motivated. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's make that change. Right. And just they, remember I was a disaster. I was a disaster for 36 years. So this does not look like what it has to be all going on. I'm still struggle just like you. I still walk this walk every day. I am one of you. I'm no guru or sage on the stage. I just want to be clear on that. 
Okay, awesome. But I, I, I want to ask this, and that's right. They get going, they're fired up, right? They're motivated, but then, right, they kind of fall back into their old habits. They regress. They're like, oh, they start end up finding that they scroll for social media five hours again. What is your strategy, or what is, I guess, just that last bit of information you could give us? that would help them continue on that path so then they can live a successful and healthy life. A slipping up, going back to old habits is 100% normal. It is normal because it's the way you've always done thing. And we're com- even if it's like pain, we're comfortable in the pain because that's what we know. If we're comfortable in the scrolling social media or playing video games or being angry, it's what we know. And equate it to like walking in the woods, whether you're 15, 18, 28, 22, you've been walking in the woods one way for that many years. It takes time and patience. So again, it's normal. It's normal to step back. It's normal to get impatient. It's normal to compare ourselves to other people. It's normal to get emotional. Emotions are what kept us alive and not eaten by the bears for so many years, for hundreds of thousands of years. So know that's okay. Know that's normal. But the reason the 10% or the 10% and the 1% or the 1% is because they want to be the exception. Thank you, Darren Hardy, for teaching me that. Is they get up, they put on their big girl and big boy pants every day. Okay, okay, I messed up. I didn't, I didn't do what I wanted to do yesterday, but I'm going to do it today. The, the really successful just are grit. They lighten up on themselves. They forgive themselves. They know mistakes and failures are a part of life. No one gets out of this thing, A, alive, so don't take yourself too seriously. And B, they know that with every failure or every setback, there's a learning. And just remember, that's normal. It's okay. You're not alone. This guy right here talking to you, same thing. I work on it every single day. But just just look in the mirror. Know it's the problem, the solution. Know it's normal. Know you're not alone. And what will you do today? There's nothing you can do about the past. You can't do anything about the past. And by the way, you're measuring yourself to an ideal. And the ideal is always moving. It's like swimming to a horizon in the ocean. You will drown. You will never get there. Knowing it's okay. That's an ideal. You have an ideal self. But turn around and look how far you've come. Turn around and look at your desire to be better. Turn around and look how aware you are now. Turn around and celebrate that you got a terrible person out of your life or you made some sort of positive change. Then turn back around, set the small goal for today, do that one small for the goal for the day. And if you continue doing that every single day, it pays compounding interest. Then one day you're going to wake up. You're going to feel more confident, more courageous, more powerful, more peaceful, and you will stop letting people who don't matter matter. Everyone that's listening right now, that is intelligent answer of the day. That was that was amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And that that was a good way to wrap it up and tie it nice and neat in a bow. But uh, Tommy, you've been great today. I've enjoyed this. You've shared very awesome things today. I think a lot of people can benefit from that. But uh, you mentioned your book. You have a podcast as well. You have social media, I'm guessing, too. Yeah, luckily, luckily that's run by someone else, so I don't have to look at it. <laughs> but oh, I write awesome. all of it. I write every single word of it is my writings. Uh, if they want to know where to reach out to me, Josh, I think that's where you're going. First of all, 
listen or read the book Legendary. If you're not a reader, I will read it to you in less than four hours of your life. So let me read it to you. But here's the key. Don't just read it or listen to it. Wherever you're lacking in your life, take action there because it has very, it's fun, it's actionable, it's short, but the key is it's actionable. It's take intentional action. So read or listen to. Um, if you want to know about our community, our experiences, our retreats, or anything coming up, reach out to us at Tommy at TommyBreedLove.com. I promise you we will get back to you. The book is everywhere, man. Audible, electronic, hardback, softback, airports, favorite bookstore. You got no excuse. Listen to it or read it. Take action on it and surround yourself and just be a little bit better. Be the exception. Don't be the sheep. Be the lion. Don't be the puppet. Be the puppeteer. So I'll leave it at that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for coming on today and sharing those insights. So everyone, that is Tommy Breedlove. As you can tell, he's a very intelligent person, has great things to say. I challenge you guys that if you liked anything you heard today, he dropped his information there and... You guys need to take ownership and read it and take action today. Stay tuned till next week. We have a great guest lined up for you guys next week as well. See you guys next week and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again, and let's get after it.